This episode of WDW Today is brought to you by Travelmation. If you're booking your next vacation and you need to know who you're going to call, Travelmation. That's right. I just got back from Horror Night, so I'm in that uh I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood for uh, for Ghostbusters. That's why I had to had to do that. But if you're planning your next vacation, there's no one better to handle your needs. They are handling a trip right now. I'm booking. It's got like 60 flights attached to it and uh they are handling it so smoothly. So I can say now I'm a customer of Travelmation. Are they, are they too smooth? I don't know what that means. Is that a thing? I don't no. think you can be too smooth. Okay. They're, they're, they're awesome. They've been great. They made it stress-free. That's at Travelmation.net slash WDW today. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. It's Wednesday, September 11, 2019, and this is episode 1671 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. Will is out for one more week. Until he is back from his paternity leave. I just saw him. I went to lunch with him. I was like, you want to come sit in? He's like, no, I'm good. What are we going to do when we hit 1776? I think we're going to do the American American Adventure. You're going to bring your golf cart up here all decorated? It's Groundhog Groundhog Day. It's Wednesday, Groundhog Day. It's not Groundhog Day. That's in April, I think, right? No, that's in February. It is? Yep. That's right. February? Mm Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is in February. Look up. Look at pull February eleventh is Groundhog Day. Is really it? No I thought it was the second. Is it not February second? I don't know. I was. I, why do you know that? We're not good with dates. Most a, people don't know when Groundhog Day. I have is. a big affinity for groundhogs. Okay, so What's not just that? the day, and not just the film. There's a musical coming to Broadway. Groundhog Day musical. There's two things that I know Matt Lott <laughs> loves: it's Spider-Man and Amen. groundhogs. Uh-huh. Transform. And it's me. It's for me. It's golf carts. If you had to pick, would you rather be a spider or a groundhog? Um, Groundhog's less easy to smush. If I was a groundhog, would I be Boxatawney Phil? Oh, that's the okay, groundhog. So you can be uh, you can be any sure. But if I was a spider, then I could be that spider from Lord of the Rings. You could be any spider or any yes. You could be a giant spider. Giant spider or could I be the? Wait, never mind. I was going to say something that could Spo- potentially spoiler. be a spoiler. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. But if you lived in the 80s, then you already know it. But, yeah. Um, I'd go with spider. Maybe that has to do I'd with that spider. thing that I went to this weekend. It was yeah. a giant spider. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Probably. But it was and awesome. Maybe the thing I went to this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Was Flight of the Navigator a Disney movie? Compliance? It was. Man. We need another one of those. You know? It's okay. coming to, it's probably coming to Disney Junior. Little bit of trivia. Uh, Disney Plus? Like, if they remade that? Hey, Colin Trevorrow, Studios? the guy that redid, or that did Jurassic World, yeah. before he was working on Jurassic World, he was working on a Flight of the Navigator reboot, and it kind of got scrapped. And then he, he got picked for Jurassic World. I mean, I can World. see where it would. to go make I episode just, nine, can't... and then it got scrapped. And then <laughs> they were like, Ugh. Yeah, the spaceship from Flight of the Navigator used to be part of the mm-hmm. next yeah, and the backlot. The backlot tour. Did you see somebody the, the backlot, made backlot tour? Yeah. Oh, someone made a map of where everything is. 
Like I here's where the Golden Girls house I is. I saw the Golden Girls house map. In Galaxy's Edge, like where it stood. No way. No, I almost tweeted yeah. that, yeah. I almost tweeted oh. that today because I was like, oh, that's good stuff. That's yeah. cool. I don't know what you do with that information, but it's there. It's good to have. Disney people. Like, it's they, kind of a waste of time, but it's good. They just find things to care about. Here's some, the thing. Some Jaws people have done that at Universal because where Diagon Alley is now is where the Jaws ride was. Oh. So there will be some people that will lead tours. As if it's still the Jaws ride yeah. and lead people around Diagon Alley and do the whole like script. That's funny. It is funny, but also uh, there's no wasted. shark or boat. Or, uh, <laughs> this so, is where uh, you'd come up. In that same, uh, that same map brought to the fact that the uh, dock indoors. Uh, dock on doors. Dock on doors, yes. Indoors, different thing. Indoors, a different thing. Dock, yeah, the, the Den of Iniquities. Yes. <laughs> Doc Ondor's Den of Iniquities. <laughs> that, uh, that was Ernest's backyard. Oh. From the Ernest's house. So, mm. which is perfect. Yeah. Where's Camp Kikakee? Speaking of, is that, that was Ernest Goes to Camp. Oh, that was right. the name of the camp. <laughs> is that when the turtles, all oh, the no, turtles came riding down? Just yes! Went, to, went yeah. to the heavyweights camp, which is right outside of Asheville, North Carolina, which I didn't know. The eggs erroneous? Oh man, it's been a long time. I think the Ernest goes to camp is somewhere close by to here because they oh, do the meetups. That's it. what we need to do for episode seventeen seventy six. Broadcast live from there. Because you know, the guy who was the director and producer, he lives here. Or the sequel, the and, Grease goes to camp. And the guy who uh, <laughs> who played Vern is lives here also, and they're very, they're like local legends. In, in Vern, yeah. What's this guy's name? John Cherry. I think John Cherry is the director. He lives here. I think he goes to one of your friend's churches. He's in somebody's small group that we know. I forget who. Uh, I don't know where they shot this. I'm trying to find the location. I know this is what people want to hear. That's why you're here. Uh, Terry and I just got back from a very quick trip to Walt Disney World. Uh, happy anniversary, Terry. Last week we talked about <laughs> how Terry wasn't going to get to go because it was anniversary. And then his wife was like, just go. Just so it. we went to Galaxy's Edge and, and to Epcot's Food and Wine Festival and that's about it. I think those, and we went to Disney Springs, so we have a little bit of a flavor to talk about. I went then to every part, and I, I went to Animal Kingdom after. She we... went to everywhere but Magic Kingdom. Logan, what? Greece. It's down it, the road. It it is. It, you get to it before you get to Dixon, Tennessee. That's the thing. It's right here. It's they right, do meetups. Montgomery there. Bell Park. Oh, it's that's, Montgomery Bell. It's in Montgomery that's Bell. That's down the road. Did, wait, where did Aaron, our buddy Aaron, get married? That may have been there. Oh. I've definitely been to Montgomery Bell Park. I'm not sure why. Did he get married at Camp Kick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I never. <laughs> is that actually, is there the buildings still, the structures? Because I saw someone do like a meetup there with the director and with Vern and with the guy who currently plays Ernest. We've talked about this before. Mm. Uh, Ernest has now been recast in the Ernest community. Not thrilled, but Ernest the is Ernest, owned the by Ernest community. John Cherry. And Ernest does a lot of political uh, posts now, which make a lot of people upset, it seems like. Uh, newsflash. Ernest, pretty conservative. He, the character of Ernest, seems to lean uh, lean to the right. But what should we uh, what should we talk about first? Should we talk about our trip? Yeah, let's, I think so. Uh, I'm down. So we arrived first at Disney's Epcot. Actually, first we went to the Airbnb. We went to the Airbnb and relaxed for a good thirty minutes. Because we took my that phone. big uh, five thirty a.m. flight. We did, uh, and it was so we were up early. And I told you this, the best part about the 5.30 a.m. flight, which I leave my house in at 3.30-ish, mm. is I don't remember any of it. 
I don't remember leaving my house. Yep. I don't remember getting to the airport. I don't remember the flight. I just remember ar- arriving. And before then, because it, it's all a blur. I mean, I have flashes. Like, what did I eat? I ate somewhere. I remember I, her telling me to take off my headphones and put Ter- my seat up. Terry found me in a massage chair. <laughs> at 5 that you a. couldn't a. get out at of. At 5 a.m. That I had lo- it had locked my legs in. In the airport? Yeah. In the airport. So there's one at, at C6. You like C6? C6. I remember this guy texting him. I said, I'm at C6. Just come wake me up when you get here. And I was sitting. I put in the $5. It was a 30-minute massage for $5. And I didn't use the whole 30 minutes. I maybe used five minutes. It was enough. Uh, it was very rough. <laughs> and But it locked your feet in. Like it had like these clamps that would... <laughs> And you couldn't stop it, so I had to like <laughs> just shimmy my way out of it. Uh, but I have very little recollection of that entire morning. Uh, then we finally got to. There was literally the airport was a ghost town. Yeah, though not our, as much our, of a ghost our flight town was was completely full. Yeah, I, the only flight going anywhere was to Orlando. It was to I Orlando, and it was I mean it was packed. But good thing we got there. There was nobody in Orlando, so we arrived around eight eight o'clock, eight thirty. Went to Avis, picked up our car. Had a nice yeah, price I mean, of three hundred. Y'all beat like cruise ships getting in, leaving pretty much Orlando. Like, yeah. oh yeah, this was the early, early flight. But I was going to do the afternoon, take it easy, casual. Maybe go to the evening at Galaxy's Edge, then hop over to Horror Nights the next night. Not kill myself. Now, but Terry was like, "I'm coming." I was like, "Okay, we got to go early." So you actually, because Terry was going to leave on Friday uh, when I went to Horror Nights. So I was like, "We got to. You got to actually have time to do some stuff." So we went. Too. Actually, you you we you left out a very important and specific to this show. We did not go straight to Airbnb. Oh, that's we, right. We could have done anything. And it's we all said, you know blurry. What? It's all blurry. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, we talk about on WW today all the time about how there's so much to do and so many people miss the wonders um, of 192, which is like 192 in Orlando is like it's like a, it's like you get a free trip you to mean, Prince. I, international Drive. International Drive. Like Not 192. Those international Drive area. I drive. Yeah. I drive. Yeah. I drive for those in the know. Yeah. I, I drive. So, but, but that area is very is very much like going to Branson without the mountains. Mountains or going to Myrtle Beach without the yeah. beach. It's, it's tourist Gatlin, traps. And, it's Gatlinburg-y. Yeah. Yeah. Pigeon 4G. Mm-hmm. So you did it. We so, did it. So at 9 a.m. or before then we. I, wait, 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 what's that like so at 9 a.m.? you guys are full on. Let's experience I drive in all of its glory at, at 9 a.m. Not all of its glory. Not all of its glory. Uh, we decided two key highlights. Yeah, Terry wanted to check out a place we talked about a couple times ago on my last trip report, which was the Hash House a Go Go, mm-hmm. where they very they have very large portions. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at 8 a.m., we rolled in up in that place at nine o'clock. There was about four other people. A lot of tanks. A lot of tats. Mm. Tanks and tats. Tanks and tats. Um, tanks so, and tats. And breakfast? Yeah, Sweat. breakfast. Yeah, they what does bre- a large portion breakfast look like? Logan and I both got ha- hashes because I thought it's the hash house. I have a I have a, a big rule about places that have names of food. It's like if you go to a place called, you know, like Waffle House, mm-hmm. start with the waffles. Okay. It's, a, it's a good yeah, it's in the bet. name it's in the name it should be okay it okay. should be okay okay so they had a whole hash section and besides i've got a thing for foods that have names too well no like no, if, it's the, the the, if it's in the name of the I restaurant get it. i know get it I'm... now it just took me a second well sure so we we, yeah. we 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 went there and like you do look at the menu and even like a coffee there it's like oh you want a nine dollar latte and we'll shove a cheesecake in it like yeah, yeah stuff is not now that's the actual bill ended up being not too bad 
No, but but, the, but like the extra, like you could have ordered stacko pancakes with fried chicken. Yes, and a lot of waffles. Stucco lot, pancakes. Stucco pancakes and fried chicken. A lot of fried chicken, uh, fried fried lots of things. So nice. about the hearty board pancakes? So what'd you get? I got uh, just just a corned beef hash. Solid. Mm. Logan got the I think the chorizo hash, which I got was chorizo a, hash, which ooh. was a, which uh, kind of lit him up a little bit there. It was kind of warm, toasty. Yeah, uh, there was like probably not the, or, yeah, oh, it was yeah, probably okay. not the best call at eight a.m. Sweat, but you know, <laughs> thankfully I was headed to the house pretty quickly after that, before we took on Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. Take it to the house. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of Bloody Marys going. They have these mega Bloody Marys, not for us, but for other people there. <laughs> they did make a joke on Southwest they decided about decided to not do trees. <laughs> uh, two things on Southwest this time. One was. Uh, they did. They specifically were like, "We won't judge you, but we will make fun of you if you're using your coupon at 5:30 in the morning." Because <laughs> uh, if you had a drink coupon, but they're like, "We will serve you." Uh, and what was the other thing? The guy now I'm blank. I'm having a, a brain fart. He said something that I was like, "That was really funny," but I'm glad my kids aren't here to hear it. Oh, he said, "No smoking." Uh, he goes, obviously, as Southwest, there will be no smoking on this flight. No use of this. All right, maybe like. No use of paraphernalia. <laughs> no use of crack pipes. No use of like, okay. So they, they just they fully embrace. They're just, ready to go at five. We're yeah. at all the options all here. All the drug paraphernalia, which was really funny. But it's like I don't want to answer that question. Would normally kid be like no smoking Disney? or What's vaping. That? Like yeah. that's the standard yeah. one right now. Yeah. No, they threw in every sort of illegal <laughs> substance and, and ways to use it, which was very funny. But then I realized like all of these families are going to Disney World. They're gonna be like, mom. What's that mean? Oh. Mom, do you have what a crack pop? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was a bit odd, but it made me laugh, so I didn't care. Love it. And then, and, and then, then we went to a destination that has been on my it, – it's not on the must-do TV on your resort channel, but it should be. We went to Hogan's Beach Shop. Yes, Hulk Hogan's. Hulk Hogan. Has a beach shop. Has a beach shop. And not at the beach. Not, well, he has one at the beach also, but this but is he, the second location. Is, the, is that where you found that hat? That's where I got the hat. I should have nice. brought that in today. Man, that hat's uh, today I, I, <laughs> It is a bit Terry wet, you could say. There's some goods and bads with Hogan's Beach Shop. Overall, it's a very pleasant experience. Now, we opened it. Like We waited for them to turn we the rope light dropped on. It. We rope dropped Hogan's Beach Shop. They opened it at 10. Lights kicked on. and We went in, coasted into the beach shop, and uh, it's been a good 20, 30 minutes just perusing just enjoying all the wonders if you're a wrestling fan there are tons of like hidden gems like collective like collections that he has put in the store that they give you no idea what they are but if you know what they are they're big moments in wrestling like they have his like centurion helmet that was used in wrestlemania they have a belt like big, originals yeah they have the big gold belt that he stole quote unquote the NWO spray painted with NWO spray painted, but it's the Jeff Jarrett one. Like oh. they used in the pay per view, it's a big moment in wrestling. He got on a private jet with Eric Bischoff, landed, and Vince Russo had gone into business for, for himself in real life and actually went out and, and blasted Hulk Hogan. It's a big moment. Like it was a real thing that happened. One of the few things that happened real in WCW history. And that belt's just like laying there. And I was like, this should be. Why don't you have a plaque out that says this is what this is? The one thing I predicted probably is going to make it home. At some point, if it's there the next time you go there, uh-huh. and Amanda isn't with you to supervise that the the seat from was it WrestleMania three with Andre yeah, the Giant? The and seat, it, the seat they would really the it would really Dome. go nice with your mat. It, it would look nice uh-huh. with the Yankees. It's another blue, dirty plastic seat. Yeah, I know, but uh, it, but you'd have a set if Andre had signed it too. 
Oh, I would have. Oh, dude, if I Andre had signed it, I, I might have bought it too. Yeah. <laughs> and they had some really cool pieces. It was fun. But I think Terry, you kind of said like it was. It's like almost there. It was almost the best experience of my life. <laughs> but it was sort of like it, it. It also sort of felt like it was like, oh, this is Hulk Hogan's yard sale. <laughs> yeah. Plus mm. an actual beat shop. Like yes. you need sun. Yeah, it's like hey, you need some, some lotion. You need some, some, uh, sun some sunnies. Cheap sunglasses. Uh, so yeah, bottle openers. You need a Florida camo hat. Yeah, and the, but the one thing I did buy was a Hulkamania red and yellow hat that has a picture of Hulk Hogan ripping his shirt off on the inside of the brim. It's real classy. Nice. Photo, like photo, like a photo, real. like a full-on photo. <laughs> I love it so much. Why? I almost wore it today, but That's you can't amazing. really wear it. That, I don't have a lot of things that go with red and yellow. I think you said that. Up? They needed a few more. I wanted just a black. Yeah, they needed like a T-shirt that anyone could wear at any time, and instead their Hogan shirts were all just know, ridiculous. Either over the top NWO or bright red and yellow like there was no yeah. like i went to hogan's beach shop i got this cool like, just hulkamania like no it was all which i think they know their audience yep and then finally because you bought nothing i bought the hat we made our way I, to the i end. wanted to buy something and i did just there just wasn't anything there wasn't that was the, the only hat that was really there was that hat you bought yeah, that and like that or just a straight up nwo black and white which i almost i almost got that but then we went to we went to your bnb um, relax for a few minutes. Yep, did a little phone charging. Logan charged his phone. They have gotten rid of some regrets from Hatch House to Go Go. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, then uh, it was a rough. It was a rough morning. And then and we uh, where do we go? We, we, went, to we went to Epcot. Yeah, we parked at the Boardwalk. Right. We valeted. We valeted at the Boardwalk. <laughs> at the uh, Beach Club. Beach, beach club. club. And here's what I can tell about Terry: If you need to figure out how to get anywhere without being in the heat, Terry knows these like secret passageways through buildings. And we went through an area through the beach club that I can only say is look at your map and go bare to the left when you walk in. If you're parking there, if you're trying to get to Epcot to World Showcase uh, entrance, the International Gateway, which will soon be home to yep. the Skyliners. You can see them. I mean, they're going and they are going. Things I would say are 15 miles an hour and the boats go like three miles an hour. So they are flying, but they look really, I'd say, I think they look awesome flying through the air. But they are, and they, they yeah, they're going at a good clip. Well, well, but, my, well my wife has a, a heat intolerance, so yeah. like I've learned you know how you can get around a park without. Yeah, no, no, it was. I'm not complaining. It was Trust amazing because it, awesome. it saved us a good. Because typically, I walk out of the beach club and I take, I go straight out through the entrance and I take a left and I just walk on the path. Terry's way. Uh, we open the door and we're at the the, the, the bridge to the international gateway. Huh. And uh, I guess if you're staying there, it's you can go back in. I'm not sure if you can do it if you're going back the other way. But just basically go into the beach club. I don't know if you're allowed. Am I, it's cool for me to tell this secret, Terry. I think it's no, okay. No, I think you're fine. Yeah, yeah. you just bear to the left and just kind of wind your way through rooms and corridors. Uh, if it's that hot, it may not be the most direct route, but it's definitely the— Or if it's raining. That's or if good... it's raining. Uh, it's a definitely an easy way to get there. And we popped out, and we were right there, and it was fantastic. So that was that, and we went and started—we started Canada— we we broke we broke all of the official rules. Yeah, well, we go in. You go in at uh, there. You go in at France. At the you France go to France. Pavilion. I think we both stopped at a gift shop in uh, England. Yes. We made our way to Canada and we made our first food and wine stop. Oh, Terry has a whole. He has the whole thing on him. I don't. I, have I brought the thing just because I was like, I'm not going to remember this you brought stuff. The thing. You brought the thing to here. It's, it's the, here. It's the really mini thing. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's the size of that key card. Yeah. And 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 our first stop was my favorite stop. Yeah, I think it was mine too. We they're in, in the Circle Vision. What is that? The oh, okay, is it oh, Canada. Canada show? Um, half is a 
it is what used to be. It was it was in the Odyssey last year, but they can't use the Odyssey because for two reasons. One, that's where I believe um, the Starbucks is going for as a temporary location because they just closed the Starbucks yesterday. All yeah. of that closed yesterday. Yeah. The Fountain Club cool. Starbucks Club Cool. Your Beverly is gone. R.I.P. Beverly. R.I.P. Club Cool. I'm imagining you can probably pay to have some Beverly at Disney Springs. I'm not sure. Um, not worth it. No. But our first Unless stop, you really want to mess with someone. Which worth. was kind of hidden if you're going to Food and Wine. You may not know it's there. But, yeah, if you go back through the Canada Pavilion as if you were going to... Circle Vision. Circle Vision. And it looks like you, you just walk into that theater and they have You go in the exit, basically. Yeah. You go in the exit and you're in the attraction. And it is stunningly pretty. Like, they have done it up with this crazy lighting and these big... Giant banners that It'll, lead you up. It looks like a circus tent almost. Like a like a really nice tent, uh, but inside with this cool lighting, and it is for the, is it a cider bar? Half cider bar, beer, half wine, wine bar. Wine bar. Yeah. Cider bar and a wine bar, and uh, it's not a country specific. Nope. And they have lots of different options, and we both did the cider flight. Yep. There was mm. a lack. Of, there's definitely a lack of food options in there, because the there was no food options really. There was a charcuterie board. <laughs> Uh, which was very limited. For $7. For, it was a lot of money for what it was. And then the other side, there was uh, supposed to be a frozen apple pie, and it was no, it was not there. But they said that they were going to get it in the next couple of days. Yeah. Hmm. Which but, which I did notice there was a decent amount. Like a frozen-themed apple pie? No, like like, like a... Like a just frozen... It's a pie you just let or go when you pick it up. It was caramel popcorn. It's popcorn. It's a thought it like caramel that. popcorn. They had the frozen apple Here, pie. Let me look that was just see. a drink. Let me look at, you know what? I happen to have the menu. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm, but I remember there was something. They're like, we got nothing. But the cider bar was really cool. They took the, I don't know if you would call them, the separators in the O Canada, which you kind of lean on. Yeah, a little. Uh, and they made them into tables so you can kind of get your, your flight or whatever and hmm. enjoy it there. And we had the cider flight. And they there were some really good ones. But my two favorites. Yeah, just go through all four. But yeah, there was three. There was three on the flight. Three, three. Okay. Kind of my bottom of them was the uh, Collective Arts Brewing Cherry Apple Hard Cider. Yeah, that was the red which, one. Which was a Canadian cider. Yeah. You know, it was like Canadian beer. It was good. It was like, yeah. Congratulations, None of them guys. Were bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Woodchuck, uh, hard hard spiced apple. Yeah, which probably, wasn't bad. I've seen that one around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my favorite by far, and like uh, it, I'm gonna need to find it somewhere. Or if someone's in Wisconsin, you're going to need to ship me some cider. The Cider Boys Limoncello Hard Cider from Stevens Point, yeah. Wisconsin. And they were pushing that hard, and we're like, okay, let's okay. see. And it was really it good. It was fan-freaking-tastic. It was great. So that was all we had. We had the charcuterie board, and it was forgettable. Uh, it was fine. If you really need some food, it's very expensive. That's the one thing. Maybe I'm just become the old man. It, it's food and wine business. You're dropping cash like crazy. And Boom. six, eight bucks for... You know. Well, you're paying. I mean, unless you have an annual pass, you're paying a yeah, hundred dollars on top of that. Yeah, you're 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 paying to go and spend more money on food that you would that you normally spend anyway. Yeah. So yeah, we probably would. We didn't do that many stops. Terry and I would say we didn't go to every pavilion or every booth. We stopped, picked a few things we wanted because if you didn't, you're dropping real unexpected money i mean both you and i probably food. dropped a solid 60, 60 bucks. bucks yeah i'd say 60 bucks and i don't know that you could have officially called what we did a meal no so okay so we but had that it was where snacky else did we get, where else did we go from there we left there you uh, went and got a lamb i went and got my annual lamb shank i always loved a good uh 
Or it's not a shank. Did Brian? Did not. Did not. But we went to that booth. Because the piggy wings are gone. I don't know how it's a swine brine anymore. Wait, they got rid of them? Yeah, they weren't on the menu. No piggy wings this time, but they just yeah, had the good. swine brine. They were good. So you went to that, and that's at which? It's Australia. Australia. You did that, and I went to the sweets. I forget what it's called, like sweets booth. I tried to go to Hawaii, but Hawaii was closed. There's a volcano. Mm-hmm. And uh, next door to that, if you will, is the sweets pavilion, and they had our little booth, and they had a banana ice cream Sunday thing that was awesome. If you're looking for a sweet, I highly recommend. Probably my favorite thing I had on the whole day. I forget what it's called. Maybe you can find it for me. On where? It was like the sweets pavilion or the sweets little sweet shop up at the edge of town. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. It's from Wayne's World too. Beauty. Ozzy wouldn't go on unless there was. I don't know where that a is. Teeny glass of brown M and M's. Is then the refreshment port? Killed the That's man with his own shoe. I don't see us. It was over in that, yeah, almost future world. It's okay. It's okay. Someone will tell us. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to find it. So we went there, I'll and then, and then, you know, what was amazing, and I think obviously the hurricane probably played a huge part of this, is it? It looked like I haven't seen Walt Disney World like this since there, two days after nine eleven. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there was nobody there. It was almost creepy for food and wine. I, again, not necessarily complaining because it was it was nice and comfortable. Here's what I got. It's from <clears throat> Shimmering Sips. I'm sorry is where I got it, located near the point of entry. I had the banana almond soft serve sundae with blue diamond almond breeze, almond milk, fresh berries, and chocolate almond streusel. Brought to you probably in part by blue diamond almond milk. Uh, it was <laughs> awesome. So good on them. So that was great. But yeah, the crowds were, were practically nothing. There was walk-ons for every attraction. Even like Frozen, like I could get a fast pass for Frozen Ever After, you know, right then. Oh, there I was fast passes for everything. Flight of Passage, oh, there was ton- anything you wanted, you could have done. Yeah, it was nuts. We walked past the uh, the Chocolate Studio, which I think is one of from of recent years one of my favorite additions. Um, and if you do go by there, they have a liquid nitro truffle. Um, Logan, I'm like, ah, we can come out and get that, but we we kind of kept walking. Yeah, I, didn't, um, I, I just had that ice cream. I didn't need another sweet treat. Did y'all go do Flight of Passage? We didn't because we were in Epcot. We did Soren and and walked on. When I mean walked on, like the ride wasn't full. Like, wow, the, we, There Soren. was only one row of each of of each of. Oh. I mean, I know September's a downtime, but this sounds this was because of the so. storm. This was because of the storm. Was, oh, people. oh, that's yeah. There was so, less than thirty people on the ride. Yeah, I mean, there was rows that. I mean, it was weird to look to two the rows right, and they're just empty. Empty. On each little of the three bays. Yeah. It was wild. There so, was like six people on our whole deal. Yeah. And it was Logan and I, seven people. In a couple our, in our little pod yeah, of, yeah. of load in. And there's yeah, probably two more rows of, of people throughout the whole ride. It was wild. And then we tried to do test track, ran out of time. And, and then and then I someone had told me that they had updated like something on uh the land and didn't really notice it. Yeah, any. we did the land. Yeah, someone said they updated the I think it was just literally new projectors. Yeah, which is uh, sometimes we get freaked out of the Disney community over like, hey, new projector. New projector, it's not not noticeable. You would never have known. You would never have known. And uh, we're both we're both video guys. Like, and so. I went on it like a couple months ago, so I wouldn't have been like unaware. Yeah. So yeah, that. And I'll tell was, you what, in that that greenhouse on a hot. Yeah, it, I was worried about you, Terry. There was, I checked on you because at one point I t- you wore sunglasses all the time, and there were sometimes that 
a nap would happen, and I was like, oh, Terry, 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 are you okay? Well, dude, we basically <laughs> didn't sleep the night I know. before. No, but I'm saying on that ride specifically because it got warm, and then it got dark, and then <laughs> I looked back, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, dude, that's a great – normally that's a great nap ride, but yeah. it was – We were hot. trying to figure out where we were going to go eat because we were hungry again. We wanted actual food. We had gone to the fire uh, pavilion – Oh, the taste food, of fire. The taste it's of all fire. like SEC football themed now. Kurt Kurt Street tells me what I need to eat. Uh, David Pollock. Flavors from David fire. David Pollock told me to. Or David Green. Who's the, who's the host? David Pollock, right? Pollock, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> David Green's like a real estate agent. And Logan yeah. and I both got the steakhouse. Green's coaching. Something. Is he? Yeah, I he's coaching he, something. He was a real estate agent because I remember it was like, use me. Uh, the steakhouse blended burger with blended beef and mushroom slider with brie cheese fondue arugula. A truffle yeah. blue cheese potato chip on a brioche bun. And I will tell you this. If Guinness World Records <laughs> had a competition for the smallest hamburger or slider on planet Earth, that thing wins by a mile. It was real tiny. It was delicious, but it was $6. And, I mean, no joke if you're watching that big. That's, it that's... was the size of a Ritz cracker. Have you ever gone? Yeah, it was like a big Ritz cracker. Makes me <laughs> I sad. feel like Logan's might have experienced this. Because he has girls. But have you ever done the American Girl Diner? I've seen it. The, doll the diner? girls have gone. I've seen photos of things. So they have little <laughs> cheeseburgers, but they're, li- I mean, they're like, whoop. Like, yeah. Yo, yeah. That, this that is like thing. what this, you'd feed the dolls. This is not what you'd think of for a slider. Even like, right. it's not even like crystal. You know, right. A crystal would be like, oh, man, they're really giving it to you. They're like, no, this is, this this is, is way smaller and six bucks. And it was fine. It was right. really good. The flavor was great. But yeah. I, so here's what David Pollock has to say. He welcomed you. Welcome to Flavors from Fire, hosted by College Game Day at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. I'm sure you know my colleagues and I are pretty competitive, even when it comes to food. So please indulge these, this and their analysis of this special game day menu and be sure to try everything so you can pick up your favorites. That's from David Pollock. I'm sure he wrote that. Uh, how, much would it, how much would it cost to buy to try everything? Probably 30 bucks. Because oh, it, it okay, was like... Well, with alcohol, probably forty bucks. Yeah, Terry's got that. The Tables Wonderland doesn't apply to this. No, no. doesn't. The other thing that is notable there, if you do go to Flavors and Fire, um, they have the swine brine, and I'm not sure how the swine brine can still be swine brine. I think it's just because the brine. what it made it swine brine was the fact that it was a pig, uh, a, a piece of pork in it. I think it was already the pork was already in it. No, oh, yeah, I think it's just pork juice. All right, so then the smoked corned beef there pork is fantastic. Juice. I mentioned things that I've had before. Pork juice. Ooh. Smoked corned beef. I saw Bart Scott had had that when he went by, and it was fantastic. Yeah, we ran into Bart Scott, Wendy oh. Scott, and uh, my friend Corey, and their other friend. Who, his name's escaping me right now. Got to see them. Uh, they were having a good time. And, uh, yeah, what else did we do? We went to Cava, hung we out there for a little while. Went to Cava for a little while. And chilled out, and then had, and that was it, right? That always, was, a, always a great stop, the, the Cava. Uh, yeah. Some great cocoa merch to the Mexico Pavilion right now. There is some cool stuff. Cool. Yeah, we spent some time in there. Yeah, because because it was in the air conditioning. Yes, this I mean, was, and and I and it was very everything. It was it was it was hot. It was very some, hot for September. I have some friends that tried to attempt the you know let's do all four parks, in in, in one day kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they got through two parks into the third park and quit. This is so hot. Yeah, I mean, and then it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. And they were they were like, I can't do this. I physically can't. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. So. We then hopped a boat. Well, the I think storm the didn't like line, right? help with like. Well, the storm never hit. It never well, hit. I know that, but like, I mean, I feel the like air was. It was just something. The heat was oppressive. Someone said it felt more like a swamp than ever before, and it did. It was like this swamp. Yeah, it was very it was like kind of still. 
Still sticky, like no breezy. Like no. It was breeze. a little breezy, but it just kind of felt like you were walking through like potato soup. The air was just real. That's actually not a bad description of what mm. it felt like. It just uh, like, like it was kind of Terry. I'd call you on something. That was kind of that's pretty that accurate. Pretty pretty accurate. Like walking through potatoes. Yeah, Has there been was, no Charlies? Yeah, it it's like, like walking into no Charlies. I've done that. <laughs> I like their bread. It's the a privilege. Good. Top, good. Bread. Top notch. Top notch. I love their. I love their bread. Potato um, soup wall. Straight through. Yeah. No yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlies podcast. It's like a cool. Like oh, a, I kind of. I kind of wanted to. It's they like had the, great. Role. You know, like when you used to walk into that thing that was like sponsored by Coke and it like missed on you. Yeah. That. But potato soup, <laughs> love it, oh. and it's and it's warm. It's yeah, warm. Yeah. They do sell a lot of soup at Which Epcot's you can get at the Food Canadian... and Wine Festival, and every time I'm like, y'all are doesn't crazy. Make sense. Y'all are crazy. Oh. You're eating beer cheese soup. Oh. It's a hundred degrees. I love that beer day. cheese soup. Now, oh, that sounds real good. It, it is, is real good. good but it's a wintertime that food. Like, that sounds like cheese sauce. But like go, go, ins- and get go inside to the cellier and just get that and eat it in the air conditioning. It's not quite as bad. But don't yeah. try to eat it standing in the in, on fr- on top of a trash can. Yeah. Um, Still hung up on the whole frozen apple pie. That's what it was. It was a frozen apple pie. And that one really took you, didn't it? <laughs> it took me down. Oh, this, gosh. So, yeah, we went place. from there. We hit the gift shops. And then we took the boat over to... Yeah, I bought a food and wine tumbler. Got a pass holder exclusive. <laughs> oh, the little wine tumbler. And we got, uh, we got our magnets, our mini magnets mini to magnets, put on our yeah. cars. No, not gonna do that. If you go five times in your annual pass holder, four, four times. Sorry, I'm getting these numbers wrong. They give you a free coaster set, which I was kind of like, thanks. All you have to do is go to Epcot four times during Food and Wine. Uh huh. One of my friends went twice, and they just gave it to him because he's like, I'm never not gonna come back. I don't live here. And they're like, here you go. And I was like, why didn't I say that? Right. I, I mean, you kind of live there. I mean, I'm not gonna be there four times before the end of the. I'll be there probably one more day. Yeah. Leslie and I are going to try to go down. I'll go down. I'm going at the end of October. When's it run through? It's in November, do, right? Almost Christmas. Yeah, almost so, I mean, I'll, Thanksgiving. I'll be, there at least, I'll be there at least one more time. So. And that was it. And then we went to, I stopped at uh, France and got the, um, a slushie that I never had at, from the, from the booth. That's right. I did not. I, was I don't remember what it was. And I had my annual uh, escargot in a, in a croissant. It was good. That's good. Oh, dude, that, that croissant is so good. Do you have the um, lobster tail? Um, we did not. Roll? We did not go through any of the countries from Morocco through Norway. We skipped that whole section of it. Yeah, we took the boat, which I had not done in a long time. Oh, yeah. wow! I mean, when I say it was hot, it was warm, and we knew that we needed to start making our way towards Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. So let's and make our way towards Hollywood. We made our way. Took the boat over. Took the boat, which, which boat. was good, because that's, that's but, a haul if you walk it but from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. The air conditioner on the boat was broken. Yes. People, so Logan, do, people do it. All right. They go, they, they'll leave International Gateway and walk to, to Hollywood Studios, walk all the way through the boardwalk. If you're taking your time, you're going to stop and have something to eat in between. That's fine. But if you are- That's over a mile walk, though. At least. And then, and it's windy and hilly. So we took the, the boat, which takes about 25 minutes, and that's why they said that know that when the Skyliners open, it's literally triple the speed of these. So it's going to be five minutes probably from place Mm. to place. That's awesome. Hollywood Studios, though, we finally arrived there. Yeah, you said the the air conditioning was off in the boats. We sat on the outside. We sat outside, which was kind of peaceful. peaceful. I I full-on napped on that. full-on fell asleep. Mm. I took a picture of it. uh, (laughs) Nice. Because, I mean, it was half an hour. It was a half hour boat ride. I was on a Kiss live auction, so I was... 
You were busy. I was, I was, maybe that's why my credit card got. Maybe I don't know. Uh, oh man, uh, I won a thousand person raffle, by the way. So in your face, it was free. You won a thousand people. I won a thousand. He bought a thousand Kiss fans. I won a thousand. Do we need to do an ad read here? Should we do an ad read here? Should we do? Oh, let's, we... let's finish the boat ride. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll so get we did the, the boat. Good stopping point. It's like three or four stops to Hollywood Studios. We get off the boat at Hollywood Studios, and Hollywood Studios is also pretty quiet. And we stroll on in, and sure, we'll stop here and talk about before we get to Galaxy's Edge. No, we've already gone 47 minutes, guys. We got to pick this thing up. Yeah, pick uh, up the... We got to Galaxy's Edge before we did that, though. Maybe I sent a message to my good friend Tim and my good friend Adam Duckworth at uh, Quack Quack Quack, Mr. Duckworth at Travelmation, and said, "Hey." I want to book my next vacation, and you should too. That's at travelmation.net slash WDW today. What are you what are you doing? Why are you why are you wasting your time doing all this stuff yourself? You have somebody to do it for you, somebody to take the stress off, lead the world with memories, not dreams. It's a whole thing, guys. They're a concierge, you know, they don't like the word concierge, but they're a concierge service. And uh, they do really great stuff. You don't pay anything extra. If anything, they're gonna help save you money. And they certainly, if time is money, they certainly are gonna save you a lot of time. And that, of course, is at travelmation.net slash WDW today. I've been, uh, again, working with them just this week and last week on a big trip that we're planning with a ton of people. And it's like no sweat. I expected to get a message being like, hey, guys, you know what was cool actually about it? I sent a message first to, to Mr. Duckworth. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you know what? I'm not a specialist in this, but I got somebody for you. And he hooked me up with his agent who's used to these big groups, yep. which was cool. That shows that they're not just in it, you know, to just figure it out, like to 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 just pretend. Like he found the, the guy who knew, yeah, my voice cracked, the guy who knew what he was doing for me. I know a guy. And uh, that was, of course, Mr. Tim Elrod, who was here just the other day. So, so shout out to him. He's hooking me up uh, on this big, big, huge trip we're taking next summer. Like I said, with 60 plus people. It's going to be wild. And I need awesome. someone Jealous who's going to come trip. through. And he's working on it right now. That, again is at travelmation.net slash WDW today, and they can hook it up. And again, use that link. Don't just go to travelmation.net. Make sure you go to the slash WDW today because that gets you to one of our specific agents and also tells them you came through us. You know, So it shows that their sponsorship here uh, is worth the value. But I can say after that um, that giveaway, I hope that that's, uh, I hope a lot of you guys are going to book because I know hundreds of you uh, signed up. So we appreciate that. Anything else about them? No, man, they make it easy. And if you, want, if you want to go visit uh, Batu, if you want to head to Galaxy's Edge and have that all of the details planned for you, Batu. reach out to our friends at Travelmation at WDWToday.net no, slash WDW today. That's it. All right. So now we got to Hollywood Studios and we said, what are we going to do? We can go to Rock and Roller. It was very tempting to do other things because the lines, there were no lines. There was fast passes for everything. But instead, we said, let's just go straight on. Uh, to Batu, and the way that they advised us to go was not through Toy Story Land. They advised us to go through essentially by the Muppets. The Muppet Courtyard. Yeah, Muppet yeah. Courtyard. And at the Muppet Courtyard, I mean, I've not seen any of this. Is this big silver? That's no, been there a while. Arch, but I mean, it's now open. It's open, so you it's notice open, it's so you different. Can, you can see <laughs> it, and in it is a big tunnel that leads you in just a quick couple turns uh, to Galaxy's Edge. And cool. Boom, we were in it, and. Unlike Disneyland, which I do think maybe has a bit of a grander entrance because you walk a significant length and then boom, you're in it. This is like you're in Muppets and three seconds later, you're right there. Yep. Uh, for better or worse. You know, I think there's mm -hmm. some of it that doesn't have maybe the anticipation. It feels a little bit more crammed, uh, but still works great. Who cares? It's we, a big park. We got the benefit of the Disneyland going during when the, the citizens of Batu were kind of there to greet us. Yeah. 
And the, one, the first thing I said to you when we got there was like, okay. And the way that they brought you into that, once you got up the trail and walked into the land, there was a lot of like Star Wars ships and character yeah. interactivity citizens, people welcoming you. I mean, we've got probably 100 yards into Galaxy's Edge before we saw anything that made it clear that we were at. Yeah, other than the X-Wing. The giant well, like, X-Wing in front of you. But that wasn't right away. Uh, it's pretty much right away. Okay, was it right away? It sure seemed like it was. A... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much right there. Pretty but much. there wasn't a whole lot of that. I have to say, in Let general, me pull out my trusty... In general, characters, there weren't a ton of characters. Even, like, citizens. We never saw Chewbacca. No. Oh. Never saw Kylo Ren. Oh. Saw some Stormtroopers and saw Rey. We were in there a good couple hours. Uh, they did, and McNair brought this cool. up on the show. They did finally get a map for Galaxy's Edge, and they're cool maps. Yeah, they hand you that while they're you not, They're not. They're uh, not. Uh, I'll show you this in a second, Reese. I was going to point something out. Oh, whoa. yeah. The the. Uh, <laughs> Dang, uh, Reese. Get back and play. The. It's not your typical like paper that like. It's not a nice piece of cardboard, and so it sort of looks a little like something you might see in space. Um, but the one of the big difference. <laughs> Hang on, how do we quantify that, Terry? You don't. Just use your imagination. Use, it's made use, of cardboard, something you would normally see in space. Yep, yeah, exactly. Aged cardboard. I don't know. I love I'm, it. I'm just... No, used, it does it's look... A, it's I mean, a used universe. If used I was going to think universe. of a space map... As people say yeah, about Star Wars. Yeah, a, a space universe. potential mm, treasure map. It, it, look like it, that. it does have this thing to it, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's a cool map. I, I, I yeah. thought it was a nice addition. And it does tell you there's food here. There's what just all the things you can do would remind you about the play parks interactivity. And then it's on the back is just and then it also tells you all of the other Star Wars things to do at at Hollywood Studios, which yeah. is nice. So because there's still a lot. There's still the March of the First Order thing, right? Or no, they got rid of that. They got rid there's of that, that but they still like have, the you know, the, the Star show. Tours and the Jedi training and the stage show thing. Yeah. Yeah. And those are still and the fireworks at the yep. end of the day. So, so there's. We yeah. went to Galaxy's Edge. We did everything you probably would imagine. I will say this. We had a reservation for late night for Build a Lightsaber, and we just walked right in and said, hey, can we do this earlier? And they were just like, yeah, right now. That seems to be not as big of a seller at... Hmm. at well, I think a lot of people had made their plans and it canceled their change. Well, well, what was the like crowd like period? Quiet. Like, because of the... It was quiet. Because of the storm. Yeah, yeah. it was quiet. I mean, there, yeah. I never saw the-, the Millennium Falcon over a 35-minute wait. Wow. So it was and it's now and officially it's, open to everyone. The, yeah. It, they have like a thing this afternoon, that it's, and it's, it's sitting a little. They have a thing that says, like, join a boarding group, but Mm-mm. I don't think you ever have to. Like, mm. it's just open. Um, and it's mm. great. It was still a great experience. Uh, There's definitely probably more people at the Disney World version than there were when we were at Disneyland under the pass holder or the, the 35 know, minutes right now for out preview. And look, here's what I can say about this. Not like there was nobody in line. The 35-minute line went outside. Yeah. Okay. The Millennium Falcon. So, so what you've got to doing... realize is that that's just intentional. Like, that's a success. The 35-minute wait is beyond the threshold of the ride. It goes outside. or not, but so they're the doing really well. Right. Yeah. It's doing really well because they're controlling it. And someone did finally break post a breakdown of how this ride system works, and it's insane. Wow. And I could see how they're churning through so many people and why Terry and I had a little issue that happened on ours that was a little odd. We'll get to that. So we built a lightsaber immediately, right? The mm-hmm. first thing we did, built a lightsaber. I went the Old Republic style for oh. my personal, so it's gold and stuff. You didn't do one of the crazy switchblade new ones? They don't have that one. No, they, they have, have three to choose from or four to choose from? Four to choose from. I went with that one. Would you classify your lightsaber as 
kingly. Yeah, it's it's knightly. Knightly. Knight of mm. the and, Old Republic. Like and even the actor who played the main character in it was like, oh, Old Republic. I was like, yes, that's right. He's like, you like the Old Republic? I was like, yeah, I like the Old Republic. Who are you? Uh, I thought that whole experience, because <laughs> I, I was seeing that for the first time. Yeah. I thought it was super cool. It was definitely way more than just like, it definitely made you feel like, okay, this is a true experience. Yeah. If you let yourself kind of get lost in that a little bit, you kind of have to, you know, kind of. I think it helps you have a kid. Because mm-hmm. I think with with Riker, it was very easy for me to like turn off. Adulthood. Cynical adult. Like I was able to like turn this. And also I'd say the actor at Disneyland portrayed it as a very serious pitch. The guy at Disney World, same script, played it a little more cartoony. Mm. It was a little, he was great, but it was a different vibe. At Disneyland, it was almost like stoic mm-hmm. and religious. This was a little bit more like, it's like the difference between a Star Wars movie and like the Clone War or Rebels. Gotcha. Like it had that vibe where he was a little, and the Orlando actors were just a little bit more over the top. Just a little bit more, hey guys, we're here. Yeah. Like it was just, hey. Uh, Buddy. I'm sure it was, and it was stinks because I know a guy who's in the show and he was the next show and I just missed it by 15 ah. minutes. Uh, it did feel a little bit faster. Here's what I could say is that experience definitely is a lot faster if it's not full because there was only six people in our whole group and it flew by. Like as soon as they're like, build your lightsaber. Okay, good. You're done because they usually have to like assist kids mm-hmm. and it takes a little bit more time. This one was like everyone was pretty much an adult or an older kid. It was over in. So you're seconds. saying as far as the building experience, you liked it better with your son? Absolutely. Really? Ab- like, I feel like I've, I wouldn't be able to pay attention really well. I'm just kind of managing well, them. he was pretty locked in. Okay. He's been, but no, the story, and the story is beautiful, and I, I really do love it, but it was just a little bit goofier. It was played a little more comedically, is what I'd say. Like, there were some jokes. And when I saw it at Disneyland. Even the very first, like, when we walked in, he made a joke about their junk. Yeah. And that might have just been his. I think it's, they have some free reign. Yeah. And that maybe his version of it. But I kind of liked it being a little bit more like, hey, you guys got to keep this quiet. Here's what we're doing here. I liked the more serious tone uh-huh. of the version they did at Disneyland. But that is so nitpicky. Uh, you still walked away with what I thought was an excellent collectible, which is this scary mag light weight that Terry said of this lightsaber that's really impressive. I almost went with the toothed one, decided not to do that, the horned one. And I went with, like I said, the Old Republic. And I have now have two of these lightsabers, and they are legit. Their sensory time is not great. Like when you hit, oh, it's not shot. like a, it's not like you hit them together and it immediately, Shh. you have to hit it at the right spot. And it kind of is a little delayed. Actually, worse than I'd say, like the normal ones you could buy at the store. Oh. Uh, but that's not why they're there. They're really, you know, high-end collectibles. And yeah. that was it for that. I thought that was great. We went to... We went to the old Den of Iniquities and shopped a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I didn't buy anything. Or no, I did. No, I didn't buy anything there, which was a shocker. I just I, I bought w- a rock. You bought a Yoda rock. Bought me a Yoda rock. Yoda. I almost bought Amanda. They had a Chapar snippet mm-hmm. uh, necklace that Anakin makes Padme. It's Anna a Chapar snippet. Yeah. Just because he says that, I, I was like, I had it in my hand. I'm like, I don't need this it's man a, is never gonna wear. It. Like, what yeah. am I gonna do with this? It's a good word though. Uh-huh. They have a lot of awesome stuff to look at that I have no need to. Like, they have Yoda's. Uh, flashlight from the Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Like, it's awesome, but then it's like thirty bucks, and I'm sitting there like, not nice. You held you held that for a good ten minutes. I did. And I was just like, what am I gonna? So if you don't know, in, if you're not in context, mm-hmm. it's just a weird light. Uh, not flashlight. even a flashlight, and yeah. you can't even just turn. You have to hold it down, so you can't like leave it on your desk on. So I, I went away from that one. The master replica lightsabers have are awesome. I almost bought the Ahsoka Tano 
double two lightsabers with oh. 200 bucks for two lightsabers that was actually kind of a good good deal then you gotta buy the blades uh, oh yeah <laughs> and i looked at the holocrons are really cool but again a lot of stuff to see and go that's awesome i don't need it but it's yeah. awesome it's you know a piece of job of the huts uh skiff where you see where it had been blasted out and that's like a, one of the the designs of Jabba that's in the cement like mm. it's they have like a chunk of it you can buy that looks like it got blown so out. For Star that's, Wars collectors, it's, it's pretty awesome. Cool. It's just it's a lot of you stuff. It's 100% need to go in and look, even if you plan on spending $0. And they have a hammerhead animatronic that is amazing. That looks, it's if you're looking for an alien in Star Wars land and Galaxy's Edge, this is the one to go to. Look and that's at. Doc. Cool. That's, actually that's Doc Ondor. Ondor. Oh. Right. And then you've got like a, a stuffed Wampa and a, uh, like a. Yeah, it's cool. There's and all kinds of fun things in there. Have you built the droid yet? Did I built you, a droid with Riker. Okay. It's very cool. It's actually yeah. it's a it's a very intense like they have screwdrivers and stuff. Like it's a full on experience for a hundred bucks. If your kid really wants to do it, it's not it's it's not the same as the lightsaber building. It's a lot maybe quicker of a process um, and yeah. a lot less intimate of a process. But it's it's very cool and you get a cool toy at the end. How much of the, with those two experiences is it? Does it ever feel like you're just cattle being herded through, or is it? Yeah, I'd say the droid one is more like that. Okay, because you're in line, and then you like next. All right, uh, pick your three pieces. Yeah, but like yeah. when we were there, it wasn't it wasn't crowded, so like there wasn't really a line for it. So that one didn't seem rushed at all. Got it. You know, that's my th- biggest like recently with the character dining stuff. It's just like I'm. I'm getting your tip for the for the autograph book was helpful. Yeah. Which is just buy it just so you have more time. Yep. Cuz they will they'll do their whole thing and then they'll sign the book and there might be an additional interaction there that cues something else for them to do. Yeah. Nice. You know. Yeah. yeah. Smart. It is I mean I never did the collecting the autographs. I always thought it was like, well, why, why do I need this? I don't know what my kids even want this. It's a person. I mean, it's a person in a costume. <laughs> you know, like what am I going to do with this? Shame. But I did it after he said it, and uh, the time, the, honestly, the time it takes for them to grab it, figure out the page, mm-hmm. sign it, and that's all in character is worth the 10 you've, bucks, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, you've gotten 10 more pictures at that point. Yeah, now, I've seen three other iterations of that that I think are cool. One, you can bring a pillowcase. Pillowcase. So, you know, your kids could have a pillowcase signed by all the princesses and all the characters. Okay. I've seen a, a uh, like a photo mat. Yeah, I see the photo mat a lot. Like you get like a just go to Michael's and do buy you get a, archive ink. Like I'm assuming eventually you're gonna yeah. have to, you're gonna have to <laughs> watch that little, pillowcase. Little, little weird. I don't like well, the pillowcase. There's on. gonna be a sadness situation thing happening. Jeez, oh, just don't let your kids. Not be you, gotta, you gotta ruin the pillowcase. How about just buy like a piece of like a nice piece of canvas or just a, you know? And there. I've seen people like get like a canvas stuffed animal. That's like the one of the. That's I'm gonna take an American flag next time. <laughs> Can you sign this? Hey, Mickey, can you write God Bless America on that flag? Just awesome. as long as it's not the Betsy Ross flag, because I don't think you can, we can do that anymore. What? Yeah, they're just, I don't even know what that is. I know. There's a lot of people wearing shirts about that. I saw them a lot in Epcot. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, Golly, I can't wait to go. I'm going. I like the idea of an American flag. I'm taking an American flag. I've got to do character dining next time just so I can get my American flag signed. Yeah. I, do you get only you American characters, or do you take it to like the goal? <laughs> Who's like Mulan the Mulan ain't signing this. The German pavilion and be like, ah, put in there. <laughs> yeah, put, I mean, France, put in there. If we would be, you'd be speaking German if it wasn't for us. <laughs> Bell. <laughs> so Bell's like, I speak English. It's yeah. very confusing. Yeah, Why all of a sudden did you become Stone Cold Steve Austin talking to Bell? What? 
Uh, <laughs> I've been watching somebody in the chat referencing. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of straight up Steve Austin, which is the best. Yeah, I just want to be in the, the meeting when they pitch that. They're like, we have an idea. It's comedians and cars getting coffee. But instead of Jerry Seinfeld, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And it's like, you got to be like, done, sold, Boom. great. Last, By the way, last night he had on drinking and driving with Stone Cold. Steve Austin. <laughs> last night, who did he have on last night? He had Fluffy on. I, I want to make that show. I don't think you can do that. I don't uh, think they so. had Gabriel Iglesias, that's his name. Fluffy. Yeah, Fluffy. Fluffy was on. And next week, Dale Jr. is on. They, they, they got it. Here with the impractical jokers. Uh, all right, and then we. And by the way, since we got, we're on we got a wrestling it, we, kick, yes, the new promo for Fox. Logan showed me that. Best thing ever. Yeah, it's a great ad. Fantastic ad. I don't know what we're talking about. We're all superstars for SmackDown. It's a, it's a wrestling That's ad. absolutely amazing. If you're looking we'll, just for a, a marketing brain, watch it. It's fantastic. Best Never mentions ever. wrestling once. It's great. Um, we'll watch it after the show. Yeah, you, don't, don't, you, you kind of want to hear it. Sound. Just wait a second. But we finished up there. I will have to say, the main takeaway from Galaxy's Edge difference is, if I was going to say this, the color palette of yes. Disneyland is, is a new hope. Oh, and of Galaxy's Edge in Orlando, it is the Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Oh. So there are this, like you said, there's a warm, sandy Tatooine feel of Galaxy's Edge Ooh. in California. And there is a blue, gray Empire Strikes Back glow of that of Orlando's version. Yeah. Mm. And there are hits and misses in it. I think both. Yeah. And, and I posted in our listener group yeah. asking for questions. Um, and if you're not part of our listener group, just get on Facebook. Look up the WW Today listener group. You'll come there. Add it. Ask permission to join the group, and we'll let you right in. But Tim asked, are they identical? No. And they're not because they're very, very different. close. Things are in the same Similar. places pretty much. But they're not. They're, they feel different. I was expecting an experience to be like, I don't know where I am right now. I feel like I'm back in Disneyland's version. It's not that. There are some noticeable differences size-wise I think we talked about. It just feels a lot more cramped in Orlando. One is more elongated, and one more feels like a bean. Yeah. Um, There's just less distance between things, it feels like, in Florida. The the Hmm. biggest difference in Disneyland, I would say, is obviously the color. Yeah. Um, It's much darker in Orlando. But one of the main things I noticed was, um, you know, Disneyland is famous for having the berm, which the berm is what keeps you from seeing outside, you know, the famous Walt Disney quote. The tracks sit on top of it, but all of Galaxy's Edge exists outside of that. So it really does feel like you've gone to another place. Yeah. At no point does hardly anything obstruct in. You can't see any. The things you can see are if you look real, real hard, you can see Tower of Terror, uh, Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, yeah. Which looks like a hunk of junk anyway, so that works. You can see the top of the spires from uh, the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn and from. The spires from uh, Big Thunder, Big Thunder Mountain, which look like the, all of those look Fit like in. they could be, yeah. and so you know, the the there are a few places, especially when you're leaving through Toy Story Land, where you do have this moment like, oh, wow, there's a giant Buzz Lightyear all of a sudden, and Chewbacca's yeah. right here. Yeah, but I it's not it's not as bad as I thought it was. Because be. you're leaving, it doesn't bother it doesn't me bother you. at all. Like it didn't bother me at all. Yes, if you you are in a theme park, let's not. You were going not, in, if and you then were it go- was like Buzz. Yeah, quick. but it's like you turn the corner from Buzz, then you go into Galaxy's Edge, and mm-hmm. you're meted with meet with with you know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you turn around, guess what? Yeah, Buzz Lightyear is behind you. But just 
who cares? It would that is so that's so nitpicky. But I agree that it does feel separated at Disneyland. At Disney World, it feels like another part of the park. They got like another horse area. blinder things you can, you can do steal that. off. Yeah, a horse. Hulk Hogan has no peripheral vision, so maybe it's that's that's something you can maybe get there. Yeah. Other things I want to ask is that's like on uh, too many head hits. Mm. It's no peripheral vision. Didn't know that was a thing you could happen. But I will say this: the Millennium Falcon is. The number one thing that I'd say was noticeably different. And here's why I said when last time when it was in Disneyland, I said on this show, and when I saw the Millennium Falcon, it was this weird sense of like, there it is. That's not how I pictured it. Like in my head, that's not how it was. Like, I don't know why. Like it didn't click. It clicked that it was the Millennium Falcon, but there was something about it that just felt a little like, oh, it's a little smaller. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And it was the color of the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. Because the color at Galaxy's Edge Orlando is exactly what I thought the Millennium Falcon would look like. Which is a whiter, grayer toned Falcon that is a little darker, a little dirtier, and not this like brown toned Falcon, which I feel is what they have in California. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It also means the California sun gives it a little bit more of a glow. But they paint-wise, detail-wise, can think it's two separate, you know, it's obviously two separate entities doing it. In Orlando for the Falcon, they nailed it. And I thought it was a yeah. much, much better. Nice. Shout out to um, Meg and Robin, who I know that were involved with that. Uh, yes, good job on the Falcon. That, painting, painting the Even Falcon Even the blue there. in the Jets was cl- like closer. Yeah. It's like they just nailed it. Like it that's looked perfect. Cool. And I know that's real nitpicky, but if you want to say the two differences, that's a pretty big one, which I, I think like, the Falcon affords like better. I do the visuals. It just, it's a little more just... It's bolder. It feels it's, bigger. It feels like, like a, a bigger experience. Like you, you know, you want the Starbucks blonde rose to come lighter, or you want like that bold, just like yeah. oh, just that nice little. So we uh, we had look. an issue on the Falcon. Should we yeah. talk about that? That's what I want. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get there. You teased it, and I've oh, been waiting patiently. We got. I was about to go before we were about to do this. Is somebody asked, "Is it really a letdown if you're not a pilot?" Now Logan and I were both pilots on this one. Yeah. Um, and I've been I've been a pilot I've been and a, a gunner and an engineer now. I've never so, been an engineer. You know, engineers probably the most of the. Eh, I really enjoy being a gunner because you. I think the visually, to be able to kind you of, can you, focus. You can focus on watching it. Like it is stressful to fly that thing. Yeah, especially like when you're flying with Logan because Logan's like, get over there. And it's just, yeah, I'm the typical. Like I've heard some people are mad that like other guests yell at other guests during the Millennium Falcon attraction. That, that's that's definitely me. I am there. I get so mad. And Terry, I have to say, I love him. He's one of my best friends. I'm not, he's not the greatest pilot. He he is he's piloting of the Falcon. I think which happened to me the first time as well. I think we get so caught up in the moment. It's like there's something blinking. There's something blinking, Terry. And he's just like, you know, hit the button. Go. We gotta I'm get like, out of here. Flying the Falcon. Let me enjoy the moment. No, I want to scream at people. I want uh, that moment. Uh I don't and I've heard some people like have come friends of mine have complained about that and been like, this ruins theme parks for me, that my worst fears come true. The theme park people have been like yelling at me. And I do feel for those people who maybe didn't want that kind of experience. But to me, I see Star Wars. I see what it's always chaos in the, in the cockpit of the Falcon. And I like that. They definitely encourage it. They say, interact, talk to each other. If you see something, you tell someone. They encourage see this something, communal yelling experience. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, so this time we get on the Falcon. Uh, it's all good. We get loaded up immediately. I did say we saw where the express pass line will be. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. There are fast pass. There certainly will be a fast pass. I'd say at some point yep. because we saw the queue and it is pretty long. cool and it's very long. Uh, it was not a, just a little you know side entrance. This is a 
wrap around multiple Which layer. The, the single rider lines are like, bam, you're there. Right. This was not you that. This like, is a you full. You go down the hallway up a flight of stairs and it's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. So it's not that. So this was definitely a what will be the express pass um, area. And I, I will say this as a downside. Pass pass. Excuse me, express pass because it's universal. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I really noticed at Disneyland we I did we didn't do the regular queue on this one. Um, there are moments in this queue because they try to give you that corridor feeling. Uh-huh. I definitely had a moment at Disneyland like, oh crap, we are stuck in this mother right now. Like some little claustrophobia. Like, and I'm not like normally like that, but like yeah. there are moments in the queue when it's that just the the yeah. the, 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 the 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 corners with the edges it just like when you're supposed to be on the ramp going up yeah just there's a couple of moments where it's like ooh. uh we did see some couple things where the doors opened and welcomed us to the actual millennium falcon which is something we didn't we have did get that yeah in I california that. so it like opened with like a you know like the star wars doors and it it, it herded us all in to see hondo that was the same hondo is still animatronic marvel by far i mean yeah. unbelievable marvel uh <laughs> we went in then to do the millennium falcon and we we're the pilots same exact experience until, which I think is wonderful. I think it's just a fantastic experience. Did have one more little buffering thing where I noticed that it went and kind of, <laughs> I haven't been on the attraction yet where it hasn't had like a little bit of a, you know, and like uh. everything freezes for like a, just enough to take you out of it. That's happened every, I've read it four times now, every time there's a little buffering. So we get done with the attraction and all of a sudden at the very end of the attraction, we're waiting where it's typically unbuckle. Hondo comes back on the screen. It's like, there's an intruder in your Falcon, and it starts shaking us around again. And then the doors open, and they let us out. So there is something, and I, I know what it is, because it's much like the Void. There's clearly something to do with when other pods are exiting, that there is things that will happen to delay your experience. So if there is clearly something else that can happen on the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. We have not fully experienced everything that there is to offer. I know there's an asteroid field that will happen sometimes. doesn't happen every time. Or you'll blast where you're supposed to go home. You'll end up in an asteroid field, have to avoid it, then go. So I thought, okay, we didn't get the asteroid field this time. We went to go land. And then, legit, it shifted. The Falcon shifted the cockpit, and these Hondo came on, which was like, hold on, guys. There's an intruder aboard. We got to get something. Stuff started. Fire it back up. We clicked the buttons. All the lights came back on. And before we knew it, though, the doors opened. Like, all right, you guys can get out now. Oh. I was like, oh, like it was, I was mad. I was mad. It's like there's, they've built on extra experiences. And what I've seen now tells me how the exiting and the entrance work of this, which is. I don't know why that fires me up more than anything. Because you never know now. You right. never know. And there is something, and there's something else that we don't know that has, I mean, they had to have dialogue recorded by Jim Cummings. They had to do this whole thing. And. There's no way to know if you're ever going to get it. Jim Cummings is Hondo? Jim Cummings is Hondo Anaka. Hondo Anaka. Yeah. He's everything. So we just need to interview him. Like, yeah. hey, what lines He's available. do you remember? Uh, recording. He's like, Illuminations is gone. I got to have something. Uh, <laughs> so the way it looks like, and this will wrap up a little bit of this. Oh, I did do Slinky Dog. Uh, is you go on board the Millennium Falcon. When the doors open, there's a cockpit there. And Terry, you brought up this idea, and it is actually true. It's just not just one. It's. I think six pods that each have six pods. Mm-hmm. So when that door opens, you board the Millennium Falcon. When you exit, that pod is shifted and the door is opened. You go out what looks to be the exact corridor and is not hmm. because they've already loaded in the next cars. Because essentially think of it like the carousel of progress. Oh. 
and there's mm-hmm. a ton of cockpits that go into place. You load in, it moves another cockpit. And that's why we felt it all of a sudden shift and shift back there at the end because clearly something was going on with either the previous or the next pod. But you wouldn't notice that because it just opens and you're in the cockpit. But it makes sense. You never see anyone exit. <laughs> you know, it didn't make any sense how that happens. So there you go. It's good. That's so that's cool. a, it's, if you see it, there's a there's an illustration of how it works. And it was like, oh, man, that makes that makes a lot more sense now. And that makes sense of why there's extra things being built because they're having to spend different time or like the asteroid field, different time loading people on and off. It's not a, you know, continually moving mm-hmm. type. I scenario. will say this. Photo pass opportunities are abundant in the land. Um, yes, except for when s- that we are trying to get the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. There was like a woman who was like, Terry's like, can I get a picture? She's like, I guess. <laughs> but there are some kind of creative ones. There's yeah. a one that's like a dome. A 360. Did you get that one? On? Did I didn't have, get that one. I haven't Did you got get that it? one yet? Yeah. Uh, it's all. You know what? It's on here. Oh, that's why. And it looked like a, like a circular photo. It almost looks like a, someone trying. It looks almost like a flat Earth photo. And you'll see like all of Star Wars land, and you're in the middle. And then there's also a photo op. One of those ones where it's tight, and then it zooms out, shows you the whole land. Very cool. Both of those are there. When we did that one, uh, we got interrogated by a man in a pinstripe suit who was playing a Star Wars character, but was definitely not from the Star Wars universe. So it was very disorienting. Hmm. He kept going like, do you guys know anything about the resistance? And I was like, you're in a, you're in a button down. And- what are you doing here, guys? And so I literally, he kept going and I was like, bro. You gotta stop this right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, Terry just called him out. <laughs> he's, he was like, "What are you resisting?" And I was like, "I'm resisting pinstripes." And then he's like, "Oh, you got me." And then he was, then he broke completely. He's like, "Tell me about your experience at Disneyland." It was clearly like a, maybe a, a guest services or guest experience person. Yes, but it was odd because he played it up for a while. Yeah, it was fun. All right, then we walked over to, uh, to Toy Story Land. I rode Slinky Dog for the first time, and that thing is awesome. Mm. I loved it. I, I heard it's the smoothest roller coaster of all time. It's the smoothest, but it is intense. It takes you. It is. It, it'll take your tummy, and you're not expecting it. I am glad like, that really? I yeah. never forced my son, who's not very good at roller coasters, to do this. He would hate it. He would hate it. Like, there are moments that are legit roller coaster moments. I thought it would feel like Seven Doors Mine Train. Mm. Or it is by far of the kid coasters the most intense and Really fun. I loved it. Is it two hours fun? No, but it was 15-minute wait when we were there, so it definitely was 15 minutes fun, and we practically walked on. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was awesome. Because it's not a huge drop. It's just going fast when you go there over is a, the hill or a, something. There's a curved drop. They do a, a launch into up, straight up hill, and then you go down. When you go down, you're, you're curving around, so it's a little less of that screen machine. I, I continue oh. to say. But really it. good and really comfortable. Yeah. Nice. Really just, I mean, we had a bag... Logan had his lightsaber, and we weren't. I mean, we're not. You know, no, we're little not, people. Not little people slamming in the roller coaster. I, at no point did I feel cramped or infringed upon or anything. We had it was a good ride. No, they, they built a, a good coaster for everybody. But yeah, the, the yeah. getting the lightsaber out was a bit of a. That was a bit of a. They should maybe have a lightsaber area. <laughs> they got to work on those. I'd say the lightsaber slings are the most awkward. I'm knocking into people and just I feel terrible. They maybe need to figure out a way to be like, you go pick this up at the. I per- personally since. I mean, I think the last ride before that was a roller coaster with seven dwarfs. I enjoy that ride a hundred times more than seven. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah. I would wait a half an hour to ride Slinky Dog. I would not for any of those other rides. Yep. Uh, this is a, oh, this is a great. Seven I know, but I think this is, and the uh, the use of animatronics, the use of. The kind uh, of creative stop in the middle is even. Like, yeah, at night, 
I'd say would be a really oh, good the thing. Night, night on that ride do, is unbelievable. Uh, this is, people have done it, so I'm like the one person who has it. There's a moment which I never really got until you're there, but you know, like in a Hot Wheel where they take the Hot Wheel and pull it back and mm-hmm. launch. Yeah, that happens, and it's like this. I was not, as you get it, it's like you hear it, and then poof, and you're off. And I was like, that. I wish I actually shot you a little faster. Yeah, because it was like, oh, I was waiting for it. Like this is crazy. And then you go. And that's I love your, kind of the awesome. whatever you call the, the the really the slinky part of the ride. There's you, a name for that in roller coaster world. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the, the little upsy downsy. The, oh, the, the dragon tail. Dragon or whatever, ta- tail. Or dragon. Yeah. yeah, the the. This this action, yeah. Logan the, actually got a, we got a good picture out of that the ride ro- too. The rolling with the homies, rolling it's a clueless, it's a, it's a clueless reference, clueless ride. Oh, um, as it should be. Okay, well then, yeah. Stacy Dash. And then the, we went the times to, I went last year September it was two hour wait. Yeah, and then we went to. Yeah, I would uh, still would do that. No. <laughs> I still wouldn't do that for anything. Mm. So but, no, I don't wait two hours. No, I would do. I would do an hour for flight of passage. I would. An hour. I would do. An I hour. would do an hour. Yeah, do an hour. I do an hour for the Millennium Falcon. Over an hour, I think we're pushing it on any any ride. And I have a feeling Rise of the Resistance. It, it's clear that Rise of Resistance is the flight of it's passage, the, and this is the Navi River Journey. This is we can get people in and out of this thing. They're gonna love it. And if this is it's Navi great. River Journey, I'm really excited about. Oh, oh yeah. it's gonna be great, and that's all ready to go. And that's the first thing you see really is Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. So when you first enter the land, and it was more obvious that that's what it was compared to until Disneyland. To yeah. Disneyland. Um. All right. And then we went to uh, Brown Derby. That was pretty good. It was it was tasty tasty dinner. Really? I did some stuff at Animal Kingdom. I guess we just we'll just say that we've gone long enough. I don't we think we, we to... have gone a long time. Yeah, the Let's next day save... we went to Disney Springs. We can do, we can we can wrap up there, and then you can save Animal. Why don't Kingdom. we just save this whole, the whole second day? Okay, fine. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll have more to talk about next week. Yeah. Anything else, guys? I feel like Harry and I've talked the whole time, and you've said um, nothing. Well, I was listening. I thought it was good. It's fascinating. I wanted to know about. I wanted to know more about the differences. So I'm glad I got to. Hondo, to Hondo, it's still going to be Anaka. a while before I get down there and actually experience Galaxy's Edge. When so. are you going down with your family again? We're going to do a non-park trip. Well, you got to. You got at a, the end of May. You've got to break away and get. I don't know. Look, I got some you Southwest. Stay on property. Look. Yeah. Look, I got a South. I got some Southwest points, and I got a house. You just, Maybe I we just, just need to dip just, down there. Just, just crew trip. Crew trip. <laughs> One day. Fun. 24 hours when it's not hot. I don't I don't hate what you're saying. Well, right of course now. you don't he hate it. He likes it too much. Yeah. That's the thing. What? You like what he's saying too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried like, already. Well, well, I don't know. to get a one-day park hop. I don't even have to get a, a, I don't even a, know if I want to go on the Millennium Falcon with this guy though cuz he's going to take it so seriously. I will. I will I will get I will get emotional and angry. I've never not crashed. And that's okay. So right? I'd like to uh, one day. My mom says actually, it's no, okay. Riker and my wife Greece. Riker and my wife flew the Falcon. And I was a gunner, and we didn't crash that time. Oh, nice. Every time I've done it, which is now three times, I've crashed it every time. I will, uh, <laughs> I'll let you have the princess room at Gideon I crash it every time. Oh, yeah. I totally do. Yeah. Why? We got like four master... My entire pre- house is a princess house currently, so I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be You're really home. cute. like I'm home. Being in there without my family was both great and also... Uh, very uncomfortable. Mm. Like, like there's part of me that's like, this feels wrong. I feel like a bad dad. There, like, there was a of, moment. There was a moment as I was getting ready on. Uh, there were moments of guilt I had the Friday whole time. When, <laughs> when Logan was, Logan had his head, had his earpods in, earpods in, and he was laying back on one of the like poolside recliners and just looked like, this is a man, by himself at the pool with no children. Oh, that was a great moment. Living his best that was, life. That was a good moment. It reminds me of the of your old your old now defunct. Vlog. I did vlog moments, for that. Moments of uh, Log- was it Logan's uh, moments silent of silence? Silent, silent time. Silent time. I don't remember that. No, five minutes of silence. Five for Logan's minutes of silence. Yeah, it was good. Uh, you, you, 
I, you know what I realized? I vlogged on accident because I was trying to record audio for a Hall of Horror Nights, and I realized <laughs> I get why everyone vlogs. It's pretty easy. I have to say it. Pretty easy. So if you want to see more video content, I edited a 50-minute episode of Scare Zone in under three minutes. And I was like, okay, you know, I kind of get this because if you're like us and maybe you talk a lot for a living or as part of your day, it's the same just with your phone. <laughs> and... Was shocked how easy it all was. Mm -hmm. I know these people. If you're going now, that's because it was something interesting. But if I spent my life, it'd be like here I am again at home. You know. <laughs> that sounds really watching the masked singer again. <laughs> It'll be yeah. no different we're than gonna, you, Facebook. Uh, we're gonna finally unbox this Star Wars collectors. It'd be day, no different than you like uh, Facebook living from your hot tub. That's that's yeah, but that's intentionally. I have a new new idea i shouldn't say it on here i always say that and i i realize we're talking to thousands of <laughs> people the mine thing? no the mine, mine one's good still working really on that good. one yeah that's a good one all right, all right let's, let's wrap go. it up yeah that's gonna do it for this week on wdw today airbnb.com for all your vacation not your vacation needs but if you're coming to orlando come stay with me airbnb.com not stay with me stay at my place you know what i mean awesome it's great nailed it perfect ad <laughs> nailed it that's why i need a script <laughs> what all new got? my buddy hates that podcast will be coming back very soon it's going to be neat. So check it out. Be excited. You won't hate it. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Yeah. We'll be back. But you have new episodes. We have new So we just released an episode this past week. It's past Sunday night, Monday, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's just called Grease Talks. Oh. And people are saying that it's in the top five episodes of all time. So Is it just you without Will? No, no, no. Oh, it's it's Will. It Will gets very frustrated, and it's 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 very. Uh, you got to vlog it. It's easy. It's my favorite. Um, no, but uh, if you want to check out the podcast, it's very limited on whiskey talk. Um, Imagine that. <laughs> it's more. Uh, I go off on some tangents. Off topic. How does that happen? And people, uh, people dug it. So if you if you're wanting to flirt with an episode, click on Grease Talks. It's a good one, apparently. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, oh, and you, sorry, and you can do that at thepodcast.com nice. or on Apple. Podcast with a K. Podcast with a K. I will be at the Indie Disney meetup with a bunch of other Disney folks at uh, in Noblesville, Indiana, coming up here in uh, two weeks. Very cool. Love to have you guys come hang out. And registration is uh, open up for the uh, the Thing LA and the Thing 2020. So uh, come uh, come hang out at the Thing. Love to have you guys. And I'll be at Disney on Ice sometime this weekend. So <laughs> is that that's about it. All right, let's go do it for this week on WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm not Will Haynes. Okay, I'm now, Matt Lott. Now this is off, though. But you're Terry Weaver. There you go. Matt Lott. Now I'm the Grease. There you are. We'll see you on the next show.